Welcome to the Mamas in Midlife podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and the topic for today is embracing a new job description as a parent of adult children. Hey, everybody. I wanted to say a big thanks to those that have reached out and shared how the podcast has been helpful or insights they have received. It's really fun and encouraging to get the feedback. So thank you very much. I'm at home today as I organize and write this podcast content. I'm right in front of a window that overlooks a park that's in front of where we live. There's light rain coming down that I'm able to watch and listen to its comforting pitter-pat on the roof. I'm seeing some trees that have yet to shed their vibrant leaves with the beautiful fall colors. I'm feeling a great sense of awe and gratitude for this beautiful world we live in and its variety of landscapes that we're able to enjoy. I just wanted to share my gratitude that comes from observing what's around me and what we all have around us. Uh, So moving on to the topic of the podcast, it's embracing a new job description as a parent of adult children. I have a sweet friend named Kelly who told me a few months ago about a book she was reading for her book club. The book is called Doing Life with Your Adult Children, Keep Your Mouth Shut and the Welcome Mat Out by Jim Burns. She briefly told me about the book and said how much she enjoyed it and how helpful it had been for her to read it. I immediately went online and ordered the book. Uh, Having an adult daughter, her husband, and their adorable baby boy, my grandson, I'm sure you can hear the proud grandma voice, are temporarily living with us. And the reference for this book was quite timely as I navigate life with adult children. The author, Jim Burns, writes from his professional and personal experience to answer questions such as whether it's okay to give advice to grown children, the difference between enabling and helping financially, boundaries when a child moves back home, and a variety of other topics. It's been a great book to read. Having children grow up and become adults is a different experience. There's a redefining of the relationship of what it looks like between you and your children. Jim Burns talks about the old job description we as parents have when we are raising our children. We were the ones that had a little more control, and we also knew that we were the ones to provide, caretake, and nurture these human beings we brought into the world. Jim says that when his children started leaving home, working, and going to college, that he and his wife, Kathy, saw that their kids making decisions that they didn't necessarily agree with related to things like money, choices and activities, experiences, and even their church attendance. They realized their job description as parents was changing, and they were losing something they really liked in parenting control. Jim says it's important to acknowledge this old job description as a parent and then to set it aside so there is room for a new job description. I would add that it can also be helpful to grieve these changes as there is often grief associated with that change. There is a transition from daily involvement to irregular involvement with adult children. 
Jim talks about how this is a process of learning how to not step on toes, but also finding the right boundaries. Defining the new job description or the relationship with your adult children, will it's going to be different with each child. And Jim emphasizes that when we metaphorically write a new job description, it must start with loving them enough to let them go. Let me say that one more time. As our children become adults, we need to love them enough to let them go. We have to love our kids enough to fire ourselves, as Jim calls it, from our old job of being in control and embracing a new role that is more hands-off. Jim shares what it was like for one dad as he rewrote his new job description. He writes, quoting the dad, My son and I had been very close, even in the teen years. As he approached adulthood, I kept doing what I had always been doing, but my son reacted in strange ways. Most of the time, he didn't want my advice. I'm a pastor, and frankly, I give good advice. Regardless, he moved away from my control but still wanted my influence on his terms. It took a few years and some bumps and ego bruises along the way to figure out what this new adult-to-adult relationship would look like. Sometimes we still experience bumps in our relationship when he is making decisions I'm not happy about. But I've had to realize that his vision for his life is different from my vision for his life. One of the most difficult things I had to do was relinquish my adult child to God and release my control over him. As Jim Burns and his wife Kathy went through this transition of having their children become adults and redefining their roles, they found some guiding principles that helped them. Here's what they were. One, be encouraging, but not intrusive. Two, be caring, but do not enable dependency. Three, invest in your emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Four, have serious fun. I'm going to share some highlights from Jim's four principles. Number one, be encouraging, but not intrusive. If we are being intrusive, it means we are inserting ourselves into our children's lives without them inviting us. When we are being encouraging, we are changing our role of one of, to one of cheerleader and supporter. We are not giving voice or pointing out what we disagree with, but cheering and supporting in the ways that we can. An example that I had with this recently was I noticed that the weather you know, was starting to cool off, that I was concerned about my grandbaby, who's eight months old now, and whether or not he was wearing socks. My feet tend to get cold in the winter, and I naturally assume that others' feet get cold as well. I made a few comments to my daughter that his feet might be getting cold with him not having socks on. I did this just last week, and noticed that my daughter didn't say anything. I realized at that point that I was being intrusive and inserting myself into her parenting when I shouldn't have. I was not trusting her to take care of her baby, which she's very good at doing. Later, I said to her that I realized I had done this at different times and that I should not have said anything. She said she noticed that I was making comments didn't particularly like it, but didn't say anything. 
She also went on to tell me that she has put socks on the baby before and they will come off due to him crawling all over the place or he'll slip when he's starting to pull up on things while standing on a wood floor, which made complete sense. She also had tried shoes in the past, but he was not happy about that. She had very good reasons for why she was doing what she was, and I really had no business saying anything about it. I apologize to her and welcome feedback in the future if I am doing or saying something that is intrusive and I'm not realizing it. This was a great learning opportunity for me and a great way for my daughter and I to deepen our relationship through improved communication. Jim Burns says we need to earn the right to be heard and that we do that through encouraging and supporting. Principle number two, be caring but do not enable dependency. As our children move into adulthood, there is a transition that needs to take place in the parent-child relationship, which is moving from dependency to independent. We show that we care about them with having awareness of what we do and say, and if that is creating dependency. Sometimes parents create dependency because they're having a hard time letting go of their children. Jim Burns says that parents, without even realizing it, are struggling with needing to feel needed by their children. They want to show they care, yet the actions they take can sometimes create dependency. There's a great example of this in his book about some parents who took money from their retirement so they could loan money to their son and his new wife to buy a nice home. These parents were later struggling financially while their son and daughter-in-law were enjoying a home that they could not afford and neither could the parents. The parents were helping make monthly payments to help them be able to stay in this home and then creating financial stress for themselves. In this situation, the parents are creating dependency. They were trying to be kind, yet it did not help them or their children. These parents, if they were to do it again, said they would not help their children to buy a dream home if they could not afford it on their own. They also could have said no, allowing their children to learn about delayed gratification. Not promoting dependency and encouraging independency is a great place to make decisions from when it comes to our adult children. Principle number three, invest in your emotional, physical, and spiritual health. As I mentioned earlier, as children transition into adulthood, there can be a grieving process that parents experience. I know I have for sure as my, parent, as my children have transitioned. As parents, when we first have children, we learn that they are dependent on us for everything. They literally would not survive without our attentive care. As they get older, they start to learn and do more and more for themselves until they're old enough to leave the house and become independent. It is so, so important that we acknowledge this loss and change in our lives, that we allow for and feel the emotions we are experiencing and also the change that happens with us now taking a back seat in our children's lives. We may also see children making choices that cause us to wonder if we did a good job in raising them. 
And there could sometimes even be shame associated with these thoughts. What is critical as our children figure out adulthood and transition into independence is we take care of ourselves. To really devote effort to our physical, emotional, and spiritual health. What would it look like for you if you were caring for your mind, your physical body, and your spirituality? Getting out and exercising, engaging in activities that you enjoy alone and with others, and challenging your mind with new learning are great places to start. For more information on taking care of self, I talked specifically about this topic in podcast 9 and 15 with learning how to recognize and meet our needs and also taking care of ourselves if you want another reference on this topic. Taking care of myself has been a very specific focus I have had as my children have started leaving home. One thing I chose to focus on was going back to school to complete a master's degree that would enable me to engage in work that is extremely fulfilling and rewarding. I have also spent effort to improve my physical health through exercise and how I eat. I also really enjoy getting up in the morning and making time to study and strengthen my relationship with God and to strengthen my spirit. It really makes a big difference in my relationships with others and particularly with my children because I'm truly nurturing myself. Fourth principle, have serious fun. This is a great principle that I absolutely love. Jim Burns and his wife shifted their focus from worrying about the outcomes of their adult children's lives to creating fun and enjoyable experiences they could share with their children. He encourages parents to develop happy traditions that are connecting as well as planning experiences to enjoy with their children. Jim says that the, quote, fun factor can determine adult children's desire to relate to their parents at a deeper level. He also explains that play is a love currency that makes deposits into our children's lives no matter the age. A few months ago, we had at our home our two adult daughters with both their husbands and our youngest son who's 16. The only one that was not here was our son who was in Alaska on a church service mission. We spent several nights around the kitchen table playing a card game called Scum. We would play round after round with lots of laughter and popcorn. It was so much fun and very connecting. The fun we create with our adult children can be things that cost money, but it can also be things that do not cost anything other than maybe a few bags of popcorn. As our children move into adulthood, there can be challenges and grieving, and it can also be a great opportunity, as Jim Byrne notes in his book, to move from the parent-child relationship to an adult-adult relationship. A deeper level of friendship can begin to develop with our adult children as we remember and practice these types of principles. I have seen this with our adult children as I have shown respect for their independence and trusted them to make decisions. I see my adult children as some of my best friends and people I can connect and share my life with. I hope this information was informative in navigating your relationships with your adult children. If you want to learn more about this book that I referred to today, I will reference it in the show notes. 
I will see all of you on the Mamas and Midlife podcast next week.